Sitting on the stage, you know they just don't care. I can't take the smell, can't take the noise. Got no money to move out, I guess I got no choice. Rats in the front room, roaches in the back. Junkies in the alley with the baseball bat. I tried to get away, but I couldn't get far. Cause a man with the touch repossessed my car. Don't push me, cause I'm close to the edge. I'm trying not to lose my head. <laughs> it's like a jungle sometimes. It makes me wonder how I keep them going under. Standing on the front stoop, hanging out the window, watching all the cars go by, roaring as the breeze blow. A crazy lady living in a bag, eating out of garbage bells. Used to be a fag hag, such as the tango, skip the life and dangle. Was her on prince to seem to lost her senses. Down at the beach, so watching all the creeps, so she could tell a story to the girls back home. She went to the city and got so 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 did it. She had to get a pitch, she couldn't make it on her own. Don't push me, cause I'm close to the edge. I'm trying not to lose my head. <laughs> it's like a jungle sometimes. It makes me wonder how I keep them going under. It's like a jungle sometimes. It makes me wonder how I keep them going under. So bro, wait a minute. Fill my cup. Put some nigga in it. Take a sip. Sign the check. Julio, get the stretch. Right to Harlem, Hollywood, Jackson, Mississippi. If we show up, we gon' show up. Smoother than a fresh drop. Get me.
All right, y'all. Welcome back to the show. That's right. I'm back. Hopefully, we got this uh, issue with sound taken care of. <laughs> it's always good to have backup. Always good to have backup. All right. Anyway, welcome back to the show. This is Let's Talk on Blog Talk Radio. I'm your host, Mr. Talk. Those were your songs of the day. It was a bunch of them, that's for sure. In this case, I needed them. Say, yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> welcome to the show, man. All right. As I mentioned before, it's open mic. So, with being open mic, the phone lines are open. There's no need to hesitate. Um, nobody has anything right off the top. Hey, I got I got something. I got plenty of stuff. But before we do, let's tell people how they can be a part of the show. First, you can just call in. That's the easiest way. 347-838-8622. Next, you can email me, ericlesstalk at gmail.com. Or join us in our chat room at www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash Mr. Talk. Those are all the ways you can participate in the show, and I look forward to hearing from each and every one of you. All right, let me get my shout-outs real fast. In the chat room, I got 1441, 621, 631, 637, and line 021. Thank you all for joining, and I'm glad to see you can make it today. All right, on my switchboard. All right, I got triple ones, two one four, eight one three, and another triple one. Thank you for joining us as well. Yeah. All right. So that's everybody. Let's go to work. All right. So you know, uh, we're in some crazy times. We already know this. So let's let's um, <laughs> let's let's. Be honest, okay? These, these are some crazy times. And this political uh, system that we've been dealing with here lately has shown us that we are really, really dealing with some crazy stuff. Um, from transgender to Donald Trump and this political mess going on, uh, you got Russia acting a fool, China acting a fool, North Korea acting a fool. And, of course, you know, Uncle Sam, he's always got his finger on something he ain't got no business doing. So, you know, there's a, a bit of fresh air coming out of uh, Congress. And this is an interesting thing I'm going to read. It's an interesting thing I'm going to read. And here's why. Because there's a lot of us out there already know this, okay? So to some of us, this will be not, this won't be any new information that we don't already know. In fact, it kind of validates what a lot of us have been talking about uh, for a while. <laughs> okay, Blues Unchained, Tootie Fruity, and JC, welcome to the show. Um, but anyway, it's interesting because there's supposedly a, a book out. It's only 65 pages long. That's all it is. That supposedly um, the title of the book is The Confessions of Congressman X. All right. Now, this is very interesting here. And, you know, the title of the article said, We're running a effing casino. Politicians tell all in manifesto. Now, apparently, this veteran politician um, lays bare a rotten and corrupt Congress enslaved by lobbyists. And interested in only re-election in an anonymous 65-page manifesto called The Confessions of Congressman X. And he goes on to say, like most of my colleagues, I promised my constituents a lot of stuff I can never deliver, 
he admits. But what's the hell? But what the hell? It makes them happy hearing it. My my main job is to keep my job. Y'all hear this, right? (laughs) Now, this is from a a congressman that's that's, uh, uh, right up there. Um, The title, one chapter sums up his view of congressional leaders. He says, Harry Reid, a pompous ass. (laughs) Y'all know who Harry Reid is, right? Senate Democratic leader. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) This is crazy, man, but some good stuff here. Um, What else he said? He said, we spend money we don't have and blightly mortgage the future with a wink and a nod. Screw the next generation. It's about getting credit now. Looking good for the upcoming election, he says. Um, he also went on to say he and his colleagues often lie to try to be all things to all people instead of tackling the nation's problems. He, he says, I contradict myself all the time, but few, but few people notice. One minute I rail against excessive spending and ballooning debt. The next minute I'm demanding more spending on education, health care, Unemployment benefits, conservation projects, yada, yada, yada. He would, and this is something that we have said on this show over and over again. Now, remember, this is somebody who's up there in Congress now. Voters are described as gullible, know-nothing jerks, while the only people who count are the big donors who pour billions of dollars into lobbies. Voters are incredibly ignorant. It's far easier than you think to manipulate a nation of naive, self-absorbed sheep who crave instant gratification, Vince, Congressman X. He says money corrupts and House members are puppets to lobbyists who bankroll their campaigns. Business organizations and unions fork over more than $3 billion a year to those who lobby the federal government. <laughs> Does this tell you something? We're operating a effing casino, he says. <laughs> now, he, he, he classifies himself as a closet moderate who supports charter schools and tax vouchers to allow poor kids to go to private schools. But students take a seat back to partisan politics. Our education is in the toilet, and all we do is snipe at each other, he says. Congress is too polarized and partisan to get anything done. There seems to be a complete disintegration of confidence in government, a fear that government is its own special interest. America is on an irreversible decline, and no one in Washington seems to care. God help us. Now, this is what Congressman X is saying about the place where he works at daily. All right, now there is some speculation of who that might be, but... uh. You know, it is what it is. Oh, Lord, here we go. Here we go. Mr. Talk, the Obama administration will call stealing funds from the Treasury and handing it to insurance companies, but don't bring that up. Now, see, once again, once again, we have someone who is going to tell you part of the story, but, you know, hey, let's just leave it at part of the story. You know what I mean? Because... God help us if the whole truth came out. Ain't that right, Blues Unchained? Since you've always got to say something, 
against something I'm saying. You know what I mean? Now, since you want to bring it up, let's let's talk about that. Federal judge strikes down Obamacare payments. And, of course, this is a Republican judge. So how much real, true uh, uh, credence can you put into this? Because, once again, it's unadulterated partisan politics. God dang, people. Didn't the man just say we were gullible? And here you go putting this mess in my chat room. It shows just how gullible you are. All right? Now, let me go ahead on with this. Federal District Judge Rosemary Collar, a Republican appointee, ruled that the law did not provide for fund insurers, for the funds insurers need to make health insurance policies under the program affordable. Okay? This is dealing with the Affordable Care Act. But, of course, a lot of people will call it Obamacare, all right? Of course, there's, there's many um, citizens out there that can't tell you the difference between the two. They think they're two separate things when they're actually the same thing, all right? Anyway, while the law provides for tax credits, she said it does not authorize an appropriation for slashing deductibles and copayments without those reductions from insurers. Many consumers could not afford to buy insurance. Now, this is what the judge is saying. Congress authorized reduced cost sharing but did not appropriate monies for it. Cari said in her 38-page ruling, Congress is the only source for such an appropriation, and no public money can be spent without one. <laughs> yeah, right. Anyway, um, Carrie blocked her own decision from taking effect while awaiting a likely appeal from the administration. Under the law, subsidies are available to people who earn between 100% and 400% of the federal poverty level, with extra assistance available for those up to 250%. For a family of four, that's about $24,000 to $61,000. All right? Um, problem is, uh, but a lot of people think the administration will win an appeal, you know, because they're fighting over this thing again, who has the insurance coverage team at Robert Wood Johnson Foundation of Public Health Philanthropy. Um, Speaker of the House Paul Ryan said this was a historic win for the Constitution. The executive branch is being held accountable. Now, there's more, there's more, there's more. Jonathan Turley at George Washington University Law Festival, professor who represented the House, um, the House in the lawsuit, called the opinion a historic ruling reaffirming Congress' power of the purse. The White House Press Secretary, Josh Ernest, was dismissive on the decision. It's not the first time that we've seen opponents of the Affordable Care Act go through the motions to try to win this political plot fight in the court system, he said. It's unfortunate that Republicans have resorted to a taxpayer-funded lawsuit to refight a political fight that they keep losing. They've been losing this fight for six years, and they'll lose it again. All right? Now, this same judge previously denied Republicans' efforts to sue over another aspect of the law, the, administra the administration's unilateral delay in implementing its mandate that most large employers offer health insurance or pay a penalty. While GOP opponents didn't object to the, to the delay, they argue Obama lacked the authority to do it without congressional approval. All right, so there, there it is. Now, now, only 
saying this is the only Congress can approve spending, duh. Well, you know what? In that case, then, let's put all the asses in jail. Yeah, I said asses because y'all got me mad now. Yeah, let's put all the asses in jail, all right? And here's why I said that. Because if they can approve the spending, they need to approve penalties for all the criminal acts, the money they're taking, putting in their dang on pockets. Congressman X just told you it's a freaking casino. And you're going to jump on there about some crap that they've been doing for seven, eight years, ain't won nothing on yet, and yet they still wasting my dang on money fighting over some nonsense? That they had no intention of working with uh, him on anyway. But that's the first thing you want to hear. The Obama administration got caught stealing. No, all them criminals up there get caught stealing. What about that one that's been in, up in Congress for 30-some years, and he just went to jail for molesting boys? And that ain't the first time. I remember the 70s and 80s and the 90s when that came up, them congressmen up there messing with them little boys. But they kind of just rushed that on under the thing, right? Of course they did. But the first thing you want to jump on is that little mess right there about insurance companies? Really? See, you're part of the problem. You are one of those individuals that think, I am so into what's going on, and you have no freaking clue. I'm not deflecting. I'm just telling you what it is. I don't care about the Obama administration. I can care less. But what I'm saying is, if you're going to tell it, tell everything. Don't just tell pieces and bits of it. That's what I'm saying. So you keep calling it deflect. You get yourself together. I'm through. Um, so that's a, that's the case with um, it's being, um, you know. But I tell you, these trolls get on my nerves sometimes. But anyway, let me go on over these phone lines so before I have to say some more bad things I don't need to be saying today. All right, Triple One, welcome to the show. What's up, Joe? Hey, and, um, how's it going? And I'm, it's going all right. Bright and early got me started. I'm welcome, Sister Ngoni, to the show as well. Welcome, Sister Ngoni. How are you? Hi, Mr. Talk. I'm doing good. Thanks for asking. And yourself? I'm doing wonderful. I got my, my, my fever up already. I see you got me cussing. You know I don't do no cussing. <laughs> I hear. Hey, you How you doing? I'm good. How are you, Joe? Not bad. Not bad. Thanks. Well, I want to ask a question. Uh-huh. I don't understand your position on the Obamacare or the Affordable Care Act. Could you just kind of clue me in where you stand on that? Is it that you're saying it's a good thing? Because I have some details I can share with you well, what it well, has done to me. Well, originally when I came out, um, uh, when 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 it first came out, I thought it was a great thing. Okay, I really did. But I have talked to some individuals that actually had it and come to realize that it wasn't as great as it was meant to be because uh, it just costs too much for some people. It costs way too much. And, uh, you know, that's the way I am. So right now, even though I was for it when it came out, I'm kind of in the middle, I guess you can say. I guess it was good for some, but not good for others. Just depends on if you could afford it or not. You know, that was it. Yeah, okay, I want to go after you, Goni. So let me tell okay. you what it has done to me. Okay, I retired from General Motors after working 30 years, and uh, so I had Blue Cross Blue Shield already. And once mm-hmm. I reached the age for um, 
Social Security, then, you know, um, you get Medicare. And if you don't take Medicare, then you lose your Blue Cross Blue Shield. So they kind of shove that down your throat. Now, Social Security, since the Affordable Care Act, is taking $1,200 a year from me, from Social Security. I have to pay a premium of $150 before my benefits kick in to cover me. And then I have an office call, cash out of my pocket. I have to pay Blue Cross Blue Shield $360 yearly before my benefits kick in. So that means I have to pay $460 just to go to the doctor, which I usually only went once or twice a year to do blood work, and I had one prescription medication I was on, which I've recently quit taking because I'm sick of being a slave to the Rockefeller American Medical Association Pharmaceutical Church, okay? So that's what affordable care has done for me. Now, I don't have an objection to sharing so that everybody can be covered. Everybody didn't wasn't fortunate enough to work for General Motors, and I am grateful for that. But I have people in my family that don't have insurance, and I resent the fact that because of the Supreme Court and this, um, I believe, Affordable Care Act that was designed really to help take this country down. So, a lot of people would say in response to those people that were filing lawsuits and trying to repeal uh, Obamacare or the Affordable Care Act, oh, they're just prejudiced. They don't care about the poor people. They only care about themselves. No. This is what Obamacare, Affordable Care, has done for me because it was never that way before. I'm done. Okay. All right. Well, I understand your point of view. I really do. Um, go ahead, Joe. Go yeah, I've got two points on Obamacare. Number one, when Obama went um, went around the nation back in 2008, I'm sure everybody remembered about how he said, you can choose your doctor, you'll never have to worry about keeping your doctor, and the premiums, if he ever established his uh, his particular national health plan, would never go up. Well, isn't that a hell of a lie? Because the premiums have gone up at least twice in the the two succeeding years after having established Obamacare. I think that was about three years ago. So the premiums have gone up. Secondly, you were reading from an article uh, about Obamacare, and I was waiting for the part where I had read just either this morning or maybe yesterday about how the federal judge in D.C. had said that Congress has been found, all right, to have put out billions of dollars towards, I think, um, Obamacare without congressional appeal. So, in Mm -hmm. other words, there's the agency that has whatever was set up for Obamacare has directed billions, not not to the M, but to get a little B, billions of dollars into Obamacare. Which to me means a lot of uh, congressmen are getting kickbacks. So that's mm-hmm. the second point about Obamacare. Mm-hmm. Now about Congressman X, I'm going to ask a question. I'm not sure about this. Was Tom Delay a congressman or was he a lobbyist? He was a congressman. Tom Delay. He was a congressman. Yeah. He was a congressman. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh-huh. I'm going to think that Congressman X is probably Tom Delay. And I'm also thinking that the article that you're reading it from, the Bob, 
is probably a sales letter. Because if they're going to say Congressman X, I bet if you go down to the bottom of the letter, they're asking you for money to find out about information about how you can protect yourself from Congress. No. Actually, no. no. It's actually an article. Okay, then I'm betting yeah, it's... Yeah, um, uh, actually, um, it's speculated to be Representative Steve Israel, a Democrat. A Democrat. Okay. Um, well, one of these. Hopefully yeah. it's... Um, all right. And the other thing I want to end up on is this. Um, what the hell is today's date? The 12th? The 11th? 13th? Uh-huh. What's today's date? The 12th? Today is the 13th. 13th. Today is the opening... Of a um, of a movie called Amerigeddon, and it's bankrolled by a billionaire who, in his particular letter, um, sales letter about Amerigeddon, is that he knows about the machinations about what's going on in Congress, the, the the lobbyists, and how Congress is corrupt. But this movie is directed by Chuck Norris's son, and it's about how the North Korean satellites, I think it's North Korean satellites, not their ICBMs. Right now, I don't think North Korea has ICBMs which can reach the United States, but they have satellites, which um, it's speculated that they might have, like, mini nuclear um, bombs on them, two satellites, mm-hmm. that if they explode those two mini bombs over the United States, It'll act like a gigantic EMP, and it'll take the entire United States off the grid. It'll destroy all of the electricity in the United States. So that's just something to think about. Well, I mean, <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, actually, yes. Um, you know, as I said, I was typing in the chat room. You know, like I said before, I was for, you know, when it first came out, but just like Sister Angonia and yourself, I've heard so many horror stories about it. In fact, I was talking to a, a, a young lady about it um, a couple of days ago, and she was telling me about how her daughter, you know, has got to pay a, just a crazy amount of money just, you know, just to be on it. And I'm like, wow. You know, and so even though I was for it, yeah, my, 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 my train of thought isn't for it now. However, what I'm saying is, um, just like you said, Joe, you can't you can't say, okay, it's all the Obama administration when we know there's crooks and congressmen, as you said, getting kickbacks as well. Oh, you know, yeah, it's, a, it's a it's a group it's a group effort. That's what I'm trying to say. Yeah. You know what I mean? Can I interject something here? Sure, you can. Oh, okay, for clarity, because um, prior to the Affordable Care Act. My responsibility was to pay my office call out of pocket, which would be uh, usually around $150. Now, I'm here in Florida, and uh, I just recently, just yesterday, made an appointment and got the information to um, uh, what an office call costs, and and I knew this prior to this one. Uh, But if you don't have insurance, an office call is $75. If you have insurance, it's $150 cash out of pocket. The doctor that I just made an appointment with, his initial call is $95. It's $75 thereafter. If they have to do blood work, it's $100. If you have insurance, it's well over $200. So what I want to clarify is 
Prior to the Affordable Care Act, my only responsibility was to pay my office call. I never had to pay. And this is yearly. The figures I gave you, I have to pay that before my benefits even kick in if I use Mm. the insurance. So I elected to go without insurance and go cash and get the middleman out. On top of that, they forced us on a mail-in prescription program, which when I was living in Ghana, I had to take a year's supply of medicine. So I had to pay for that out of my pocket, too. Wow. Well, the well, the whole thing is smoke and mirror, uh, smoke and mirrors, Angoni. You and I and everybody else who comes on the show, we've always talked about that and the government conspiracy. And I've also talked about it with regards to insurance years and years ago. I used to have an 80-20 private plan, uh, which meant that at that time, it was years ago, that I had an unlimited amount of liability, a limited amount of protection. In other words, if my hospital bill was a million dollars, 500 million, or a billion dollars, it was still 80% paid by the corporation, 20% paid by me, and I had a small deductible. The premium yep. for it, what was it? Let me see. I think it was $13 a month. Mm-hmm. Okay? Then all of a sudden, it went to $53 a month. Mm-hmm. The point I'm getting to is that years ago, we used, uh, remember the HMOs that we, that we had before Obamacare came along? And then that's yes. why people said, you know what, we need national health care plan. We need a single-payer plan. And everybody thought it would be based upon what they were doing over in Canada, even though people mm-hmm. in Canada, 50% of the taxes are going towards that particular health care plan, and people are leaving Canada to come over here for health care for various reasons. The point I'm getting to is that if you keep government out of our business, then private business will come along via competition and provide for you what you need at a lower price. Exactly. And I think I had PPO. I elected to keep the traditional kinds of insurance where those people that went with the HMOs, they didn't have to pay office calls. But I always stayed with the traditional insurance, private, like you're saying, Joe, mm-hmm. where it was my responsibility to pay my office call. But I could go to any doctor, specialist, or anything. Yeah. There was no change, all of that. Then they came with the HMO where you got to look through this big book <laughs> to find somebody in your, in your uh, network. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and there were yeah. people who moved out of state that found they had to turn around and move back to the state they came from because they found out their health care didn't cover them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. You know, that's interesting because it, it kind of happened to the military um, people too. Here recently, you know, where a lot of people were going off post to see doctors or what have you. And uh, I guess it got too expensive where the military said, okay, we're not paying for this no more. Y'all need to come back on post. And a lot of mm. a lot of military veterans are upset, you know, because they've been seeing these doctors forever. You know, now they got to stop whatever you know, whatever who they were seeing and come on post and see a whole new doctor. And you know, they are just completely upset. And they say, you know, we didn't even have a choice in, in that matter. So it's an issue for sure. Yeah. You know, but what, and that's very serious. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, I'm saying so. You know, uh, someone in, in the chat room said, well. Why don't we just have Congress fix it? Well, oh, uh, you God. know, I'm saying Congress not trying to fix it. They're just trying to get rid of it completely. You know, well. you know why? Why do people look for government to be Big Daddy or Big Mama? Yeah. You see, that's the problem. Uh, you know, uh, but I understand why the people on uh, that were using doctors off post are upset because it's been my experience here uh, that I have not found that right match uh, for a doctor. Uh, here, 
you know, uh, when you have a doctor, a relationship established that understands you and you work with them, you know, then that that's a very, very important relationship. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And, Lingoni, I also looked up uh, some of the terminology you had given me about, I don't know, three or four months ago now, Lucia's, and there was something else. And I couldn't find that much on the other uh, terminology that she had given me, Lucia's. I had found some No, it's stuff not on... Lucia's. It's L-O-O-S-H, Lush. Lush. Yeah. I found some stuff And that would that. be Stuart Swerdlow, if you want to go direct for that information, Stuart. Swerdlow, S-W-E-R-D-O-L-L-O-W, it sounds like. It's like it sounds, S-W-E-R-D-L-O-W. That's where you go direct to get that information. Okay, and I looked up something else, too, and I didn't find that much on it. But well, there, that's because I gave stuff. the wrong title, and I corrected that on my show. It's C, V as in Victor, N, C. And it was the community, I think, community for nonviolent, not, oh boy, community for nonviolent communication.org. Okay. All right. Yeah, I, I, I gave the wrong title, Joe. I apologize. For okay, that. no problem. Mm-hmm. That, yeah. Yeah, so again, like you, like you were saying, because I'm, you know, I'm a libertarian now. I can understand why people look to Congress to fix things because people nationally will say, well, if Congress messed up, then they should be the ones to fix it. But people still don't quite get it that Congress is messing up because they either don't care or they want to. They want to put the USA and the rest of the world into chaos. Well, as I understand it, Congress gets a Straight 5% kickback on all the bills that they pass for these corporations. So it's not the lobbyists. It's the Congress that's that's doing the blood sucking, okay? And as far as Congress messing up, uh, it's been since 1861 they've been setting, uh, uh, you know, uh, I don't know what the proper term would be, but they've been setting uh, unlawfully. Uh See? So they've been, you you know. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. No, I'm sorry. Well, I was just say. No, know, no. Uh, basically, a, that's, that's a it. Of, a lot of the lobbyists are former congressmen. Oh, that's yeah. the craziest part about it. <laughs> you know, they can. I see. Did they go and work for these big corporations just to lobby the Congress back again? You know, because they already got the connections there. That's the craziest part about it. But you know, that's the that's the world we live in. You know, that's what we have chose to accept. We've been allowing it to go on for however long. So. It is what it is. Yeah. And that's, the, up, same, wait, go ahead, that's the same setup they have on Wall Street. You see them mm. uh, up there in the Federal Reserve, and then they go right on back over to, to uh, uh, what's the big bank? Uh, the go big, Goldman Sachs. Yeah. yeah, then they go right on back yeah. over there where the big, yeah. Like Eric Holder's getting ready to go over there. He's probably already over there. But uh, mm-hmm. you know, But you know what? When you say, you know, if once a person retires from Congress or leaves Congress because they couldn't get reelected and they go uh, for the lobbyists, it sounds very, very tame because it sounds as though, let's say, okay, okay, let's say here, let's say Clinton, if she was lobbying when she was a senator from New York for gun control, and if she were to leave the Senate and not become president, and she'd naturally get a job on K Street. 
people would think, oh, well, then you're joining a lobbyist. That would be for gun control. Not necessarily. A lot of these bastards, they will leave the Senate lobbying for one position. I mean, you know, telling their constituents they are for position A. Then they'll join K Street, and they'll lobby for position B. So they're lobbying against the very, the, the very philosophy that they're trying to make the constituents believe that they're for. It's crazy. No, it's not crazy, Joe. Uh, it, it's you know, there's been studies that come out reputable that show that most of the people that get in those positions have been vetted, blackmailed, or whatever. You know, they got mm-hmm. dirt on them. Uh, and secondly, they're narcissists. Okay, uh, in order to qualify themselves for that position, they have illustrated that they'll step on anybody's neck, including their mamas, to get where they are. Yep. Yeah, you know, and even if, I'm a conspiracy theorist, I just believe that um, Congress, even if you're there as a freshman, you're there trying to do well for the people, by the time you're there, just like you were uh, reading, Eric, the main job that you've got is to keep your job. So you will change your positions, okay? You will have that moral compass of yours and throw it under the bus. Because when you walk through the halls of, of power, the corridors of power, as they call it, and you're being called Senator this and Congressman that, and every time you um, you know you take a breath, somebody's there to give you a handkerchief. You're not, you don't want to leave that power behind. And here's another thing: just even if the people don't believe that Congress is corrupt, come on, people. They gotta be the dumbest, stupidest people in the world if they're in Congress for ten, well, twenty years and they don't see the damage that they've done and they don't. They're not done. They're not done. And you know what else? They see examples of what happens to you if you don't. I think there's probably some good people that go to Congress with good intentions, but you know what they say? The road to hell is paved with good intentions. After mm-hmm. they get up there, yep. the system yeah. gives them some, shows them some people that that. Don't keep breathing if they don't go yeah. along to get along. Mm-hmm. That's, that's, that's what I was about to say. You know, one or two things: either you gonna get up here, you gonna conform, or you got to go one way or another. You can get out of office and don't run again, or you know, as you say, you know, we we can shorten your lifespan for you in in a mysterious way. Uh, <laughs> that's crazy to say that, but that's the that's the facts. Uh, but let me bring um, Renee into the conversation. All right, welcome to the show, Renee. How are you doing? All right, I'm doing well. How are you, Mr. Pop? I'm doing wonderful. Thank you for asking. Well, great. I got a bone to pick with you, Renee. Oh, and what is that? I called well, let your me, show. Let me say greetings to her. Hi, Renee. I'm yeah. Sister How are you? How are I'm you, good. Thanks for asking you. Good, good, good. Good. Okay, I'm out. <laughs> I called your show, yeah. Renee, a few about a month ago, or so you didn't pick up. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Okay, so there. I'm that's sorry. Uh huh. You yeah, know right. what? Honestly, no, seriously, like with my um switchboard, because I've had people say that, like, well, I was waiting and uh-huh. you didn't come to me, or like I'll call, like I'll call out certain numbers, like I'm gonna come to you. And then when I go back, like, they're not on me. I, I honestly don't know. So I'm, no, gonna have I'm to, always teasing um, with you because we all know black oh, okay. sucks. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. They really do. They getting on my nerves, really, on my mm-hmm. show. 
yeah, because it's like the technical between the technical stuff and sometimes like you're trying to upload different things and yeah, they just they're a trip. So that's what I want yeah. to say. I just wanted to kid you about that. Oh, okay. I, I, you know, I wanted to say I, I called, I waited, um, you were talking, <laughs> and I figured, all right, let me surprise her, and then bang. I figured, all right, so um, she knows my number and doesn't want to pick up. Okay, fine. Oh, yeah. no, no. I had no <laughs> So please call back again mm-hmm. Tuesdays, Thursdays, and Sundays at 9 p.m. Eastern. Mm-hmm. Okay. So please call back if you would. Okay. Yeah. Oh, can we can we get on to the conversation already? Oh, I'm sorry. Eric. <laughs> sure. Um, okay. I was just um, you know, listening to the um conversation about the healthcare, and I have mm-hmm. some things I'm going to check out, check into. But I saw that you had um down that you were going to talk, of course, about Zimmerman. Oh yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, I was waiting on that. Uh, <laughs> you was waiting on that, huh? <laughs> uh-huh. Well, uh, well, first, are, are, are we done with the with the um, the healthcare first? Yeah, because I know this Zimmerman guy, man. I tell you. <laughs> oh Lord. Yeah. Okay, Zimmerman. Zimmerman decided to place the gun he killed Trayvon with up for auction, and uh, this is crazy. One group took it down, and another group took it over. Uh, what is it, gunbroker.com? No, they mm-hmm. took it down. What is it? Wait a minute. Yeah, gunbroker.com took it down, but United Gun Group began hosting um, yesterday, Thursday. Right. Yeah, yesterday. Right. right. And apparently it got up to like $65 million, so they say. Nobody can verify. Nobody's, nobody's going to pay sixty-five yeah. million dollars for that gun. Yeah, you know, but you know, it, it's 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 crazy because he said the 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 proceeds, some of the portion of the proceeds, were going toward fighting um, violence by the Black Lives Matter movement against law enforcement right. officers, combating anti-gun rhetoric of Democratic presidential candidate Hillary Clinton, and ending the career of State Attorney Angela Corey. Who led Zimmerman's prosecution? And mm-hmm. the listing ended with a Latin phrase that translates as "If you want peace, prepare for war." What in the world? Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. Why? What? You know? Uh, why is this guy still free? You know, number one. Okay. Why is he still walking around? Why? Mm-hmm. It makes no sense. What he's been charged with assault based on complaints from two girlfriends, his estranged mm-hmm. wife. She accused him of smashing her iPod during an argument days after she filed divorce papers. Of course, in all these right. cases, no, no no charges were filed. You know, nope. Now, he now um, speeding. he wants to put the yeah. That, isn't that like isn't that like bragging or, or or just you know saying yeah I did it and I got away with it now for to make some money off of it. What are y'all right. thoughts on that? Right. You know how y'all feel about that? Well, Mister Talk, well, it um, does make sense. Yeah, go oh, go ahead, Renee. No, no, no. You go ahead because I'm, I've got to um, run in this store really quickly. So you go ahead. Okay. I'll be brief. In my view, no, it does make mm-hmm. sense when you understand what the Frankfurt School is and, and how they are purposely creating chaos in society for the purpose of taking this society down. That's what this is all about. They can't mm. have their one world government as long as America exists. Mm. 
Mm-hmm. So this is all by design. If you look up the Frankfurt School, they spell it out. It's not anything I made up. They talk about it openly, it, the process and strategy of how they do it, how to create when chaos the, in the society. It's called the, the Frankfurt, Frankfurt School. School? Yes. Okay. I'm going to have to check that out. The Frankfurt School. Okay. Uh, so it's all a big plan, all a big ploy, and it's got to, got to happen. It's got to Absolutely. Start with a and the Frankfurt School is a spinoff of the... Um, the uh, how does this? It's the the school, the something for international affairs. It's out of uh, uh, UK. The, the 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 something for international affairs. Uh, I'm sorry, I can't remember the first part of the name. Hmm. The Royal okay. Institute for yeah, the Royal Institute for International Affairs. So those, these are spinoff groups from that society. The Royal mm-hmm. Institute for International Affairs, the Frankfurt School, and there's others that send out, they're like think tanks, you know. They write academic okay. books, and and, uh-huh. and they have strategies. Some of them are just, they put out their memes in books, and then, you know, they'll have one meme for the U.K. and another one for uh, for the United States, uh, and then they're usually oppositional. That's how it mm-hmm. works. Hmm. Okay, I'm complete. Okay. You, I'm, I'm gonna be back. Like, give me like four minutes, <laughs> and I'll be back. <laughs> okay, four minutes. All right, we're gonna put on the clock. Four minutes. All right. Well, while we we bring this other call in. All right, triple one. Welcome to the show. Who do I have here? Hello, Mr. Talk. Hello, Maze. How are you? And your guest. Hello, Maze. Can I say what the healthcare bill have done so for some people that I know that didn't have healthcare in the beginning, and they have it now? It depends on what state they live in. Some people not having So if you're not having a problem, you don't have no problem with the health care. If you if you didn't have any insurance when you like uh something happened in your life where you couldn't have any. And when the health care thing came along, that gave people opportunity to have some insurance. And also I have somebody that uh uh went to a doctor and they overcharged them for something that they didn't do. Turned them in and they had to pay for it. And it took it took the bill away. So if you know what you're doing, sometimes you can help yourself. When other people are doing you wrong and then you put it in the wrong place. But I want to know, has it been any time that nobody needs the government? Or wasn't happy when the government stepped in and did some things that they had done? Yeah, right now we don't need it, <laughs> in my view. Well, that's your view. Well, to mine, I think we always need government of some form. We don't need it. There's probably more chaos than it is now. What did you say, Joe? We don't need a corrupt government. We don't need a government that's taking a look at the people as, uh, as chattel. It's always been corrupt. Well, it's always been corrupt. It didn't just True. get corrupt. But just I didn't ask that question. I said, at some time in form, that anybody did never need any form of the government. We we don't need the government. Whatever the government provides, whatever oh, yes, the government provides, except for national defense, because I haven't figured that we out yet. We don't need yet. it for that, because that's where most of the money goes. Of course, that, that, they just came out we with don't need the government for that, you're saying? $575 billion for, the, for, for what? Protection. If you left other people alone, you wouldn't have to have no protection. Okay. That go to the well, that's fine. That's okay. That's buttressing my argument. But the thing is, if even if you take away national defense off the table, anything that the government provides, and that includes roads, post office, etc., competition, capitalism—not crony capitalism, but capitalism—provides better, cheaper, and better. And I would like to clarify something. The figures I gave is not about being overcharged. It's about 
what has changed in my insurance coverage since the Affordable Care Act. And I stated in the beginning that I don't have a problem sharing so that everybody could have what they need. However, the Affordable Care Act, in my view, was purposely designed to help finish crashing this society for the purpose of bringing in a one-world government. I'm complete. Can I I give you my view? I think the Affordable Health Care helped a lot of people that had insurance and it was going up to the yin-yang anyway. And then they couldn't have, have an insurance because of the operations they had before. You couldn't get any insurance. So that brought a lot of people back into the insurance business to get help. And I'm glad it did. So that's, that's what I keep saying. I don't mind sharing don't so that other that. people can get what they need. Life. That's right. And if it's, help, if it's helping people that, that's in need of it and it's helping them, it depends on what state they're living in, I'm happy for them. I am too. But it's unfortunate that the government... Are some fleecing states, other people in order to make that happen. That's the problem. Some states are fleecing other people because some states would not even take it. And some states are messed up with it. So if they all work together and did it right, it probably would be a perfect. But everybody don't like the same politics. Then we don't That's have to why get, you keep the politics out of it because yeah. when you want to take advantage of the greed of human nature. You use capitalism because one company or 14 companies will compete against each other based upon their greed to help the consumer. But I don't hate the government. I'm going to say it that way. I don't hate it. I know you don't. And I ain't worried about it because what I say, and, and I've always and said, in some form of way you don't need future. it. I don't care how much you say you don't because you use it. Because the regulations, if you didn't have any regulations, you're you can't go anywhere without it, Maze. A dam from the water. We have six million laws on the books. You can turn around and sneeze the wrong way, and you can be charged with a crime. Well, if we just be charged with a crime, just learn how to deal with it. Like uh, we did in the days okay. when we were charged with a crime, and we didn't have no rights. Well, not only that, if when someone says that, that they don't need the government, that doesn't mean that we don't have to have some kind of order and some kind of guidelines to help us, you know, uh, have an orderly society. But Okay, I guess it would be better to qualify my statement like Joe did. We don't mm-hmm. need a corrupt government like the one we have. How about that? Well, yes, it's been corrupt ever since we've been on this planet, so. And I think it's going to stay that way. Well, if, if so, we're willing to accept so, it, it will. But as long as we willing, know it's that way. Well, we, that don't mean it can't change. Everything changes. Nothing stays the same. When yeah, enough people yeah. can open up their eyes and see what's wrong and have the will to want to, to be right for everybody, then I think we can have a, a, a just, peaceful society where all people of all colors and creeds and ethnicities and, and, and everything, everything else. else can live together in peace. And maybe that's what it's going to come to. Well, I hope so. As soon as we get Wait. ready to crook. But we ain't, it's not going to come to that if we keep saying we we, we got to keep these corrupt crooks around. And just like some Christians say, oh, we'll always have the poor. Well, really? We, we don't have to. To we me, when somebody that. says those kind of things, they just don't really have empathy for other people. Well, I'm complete. Hear, well, when I hear people say empathy is... So, if there's what? other people. Some people just don't have hope or have nothing different. I mean, that some people just see things one way and don't have uh, uh eye to see, but maybe one, thing, one day things could change for the people that do wrong to people. Yeah, well, I don't want so, to wait for the... To get up, uh, excuse me? So what, what, so what is the alternative then? What is that what? What, I didn't is hear the, what, you said. what is the alternative? The alternative... I, mean, I like yeah. every. I say every fifty years things change. 
Mm-hmm. Maybe the next 50 years, maybe people are not corrupt or doing doing evil things to people. Maybe that'll stop. So maybe we should things that we grew up with. That some of the things we grew up with have changed a lot. Yeah, they got worse. Not the same. And back then, back in those days, we thought it was the worst thing that could ever happen. But 50 years from now, something different than the next. Thought what was the worst thing that thought what was the worst thing that ever could happen? Some of the things that happened that back then when we were growing up, such as the amount of money we used to make. Like uh, uh, late, uh, almost a like free labor, working for like fifty cent an hour. Well, and people complaining. You got to go pick in the cotton field and pick cotton all day long, and all you get is seventy five cents. Don't even have the cotton gins and things around anymore. Uh, well, like that. Uh, so that so, changed. But the kids me? would look at it today and say, like, I wouldn't have did that for nothing. I'd rather die than have went out in the cotton field and did some stuff like that. Yeah, but you're taking a look at... And the government won't change so we can get to where we can make money and do different things. Yeah, but you're taking a look at a time where 50 so you cents look at it actually, that way, it just actually can buy you about four loaves of bread, too. Well, That's right. The cost of living was, was a co- commendable with the wages. When I first hired in General Motors, I was making $2 or something an hour, but the cost of living was commensurate with the pay at the time. Mm-hmm. 50, 50 years ago, people thought that they was like, I mean, I guess they hated the government too, so it's like there's nothing wrong with hating them if that's what you do. But everybody don't have to, do they? I don't you don't want you. to, Maze. You don't have to. I mean, but you, okay. it seems to me your philosophy is if you just wait, and things will either crash to get better or things will get better without a crash. Thank and you. I really don't want to wait for the Titanic to sink again. <laughs> sink again? Yeah. When did it sink? When did the Titanic sink? Yeah, you said you don't want the Titanic to sink again, so are you speaking of this country? I'm waiting for the day that everybody and every everybody on this planet can get along and work together and do things that's the way it should be. I know, be. I know. I'm well, not waiting for it. But I'm not blaming the government for it. Well, don't then, well, if you don't feel like it. Core. Well, why not? Why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you uh, blame the government? Because I don't. Oh, okay. Well, the government helps to create policies, um, laws, and other guidelines that often help to facilitate, uh, you know, people, uh, people's biases and different things like that, and it works in their favor. So, but okay. No, I'm not. I'll put it like this. I don't blame the government because somebody wrote a book and put what they dislike about the government, and then I'm supposed to come along and dislike it just because they put it there and showed a little evidence of what the government is doing, and I don't like it or I have to like it or I don't have to like it. When I can see uh, things that's being done. If you can't see it beyond the book, I mean, it's happening in real time, real life. Right. <laughs> Definitely. You know, uh, uh, Mays, let me ask you something. If a person, okay, you're looking at us. Well, let me just say for myself then. You're probably looking at me as somebody's pointing finger at the government, which would be like somebody pointing a finger at another person and saying that person um, is the perpetrator of a crime. And then you would say, well, how do you know? You're the one just pointing the finger at that person. You know, you could be mistaken. Now, if the person who's accused of the crime were to give you a confession about their crime, would you consider that evidence that they are the perpetrator of what people are saying? The person that's doing it? 
Yes, yeah. the person that's doing it, but not somebody else wrote a book about it. Okay, okay. Unless it was a part of the crime going along, too, so they can write about it. If, no. if a and person, it's if a state person says, federal government, as I say, is the state did what they needed to do? The oh, state no. Mate, right. here's the point I'm trying to get I to. I think he that's was trying to make a, uh, another Mace, point. I'm trying to get to it within three seconds. <laughs> the perpetrator of a crime says, I committed the crime. So if you take a look at that confession, you say, well, yeah, okay, if this person has confessed to it, Without being under duress, then I suppose they committed the crime. Now, that's my analogy. Where is it going? If you take a look at the classified CIA documents, not conspiracy theories, like just... They don't lie. Wait a minute. I'll let me finish, and you can go wherever you're going with that. If the declassified CIA documents have shown you that the government's been involved with sterilization, irradiation, genocide, um, etc., Everything, everything. They've admitted to it via CIA declassified documents. And you're going to still take a look at the government and say, well, it's not that bad. Then I can't can't do anything else but say, okay. They've admitted. The government's admitted to atrocities that, that they've committed. You can download it. You can download the transcripts from Congress about the meetings that they've had about Congressional agencies, congressmen. Mm-hmm. Okay, so. The re- uh-huh. All right. And recently, even um, the the admission, um, at least of, I mean, which we already know, of you know poor black uh, communities intentionally being flooded with crack cocaine, that the war on drugs was actually a war on particularly black men. I mean. This type of information is available that they have admitted to. So, yeah. <laughs> I think it's, but some people have cognitive dissonance, you know, like um, no matter what evidence that you can present to them, um, but, if uh, they believe a certain thing, they yeah. believe that well, this can is, I, you know what I mean? They're going to stick with that. Can, can I no say something? There's no good people what. in government just like it's bad people in government. So we want to take the bad all the time, never show what the good people are doing, because there's always somebody good standing behind somebody doing something bad. Sure. Uh, but it's not, I mean, it's not really about that, though, Maine. Oh, yes, it is. About, because if it wasn't, okay. then nobody was going to go to jail. Can I say something, please? Would they? Um, okay. It's not really about that, because at the end of the day, they have orders to carry out, right? So whomever is making the orders, whether the people are good, bad, or indifferent, those orders are being carried out. Those orders are things like uh, what Joe was saying, genocide and all other types of things that they've done. So to say, oh, it's good and bad, well, that's fine. But if, if the orders are bad, then the orders are bad. Why are you trying to cherry pick when you have this type of brutality done to people? I was asking the question, do they go to jail for when they... Somebody got to tell why they went to jail. Oh, I'm glad you no. Said. Oh, no, they don't go to jail. We uh, don't do. Come on now. I'm glad oh, yeah. you brought Get that up, Mace. Do you know that if no, you I'm make a comparison kidding. between... You want me to name some of them? Yes, please. You can go with, uh, uh, what's the governor of uh, uh, Chicago? Chicago. Yeah, he went to jail. The then. governor of Chicago or the mayor? No, the mayor didn't go to jail. The mayor or whichever way he Ooh. was. Oh, you're talking about Tomjanovich? No, he's a senator from yeah, Illinois. Yeah, he went to jail, didn't he? 
Somebody had to tell him and for him to go to jail. It was just like he oh, just walked oh. in the cell by himself. And the one in Virginia about to go if they go in and prosecute him. So oh, how do they get him up since somebody good, go. not there? Okay. So then, okay, so you said Illinois, Jackson, right? Jesse, so let's Jesse look Jackson's at. Son. And he in jail? That don't, oh, come, Jesse Jackson's son. I'm saying that politician. What does that have to do with anything? That yeah, was we were talking about Congress on. anyway. We were talking about, about Congress. I'm not here to fight with y'all. I'm just asking questions. We were well, talking about Congress. You said Illinois, right? Yeah. So, okay, let's look at the. And the one in Alabama in jail, too? Wait, Alabama in jail, too? Can you please hold on? Okay. So if you look at if you look at the the largest cities in Illinois right now, well the largest city Chicago, right? So there's no uh, corruption in Chicago, huh? So everything's said, all good. I said politicians go to jail because there's some good person there that turned me in, so they had to go. Or maybe so we were talking about Congress. We were specifically talking about Congress. At the federal level. Mm-hmm. And let me give you a stat about Congress. I think Jesse Jackson's son was in the Congress, if I'm not right or wrong. You're making ar- you're making my argument, if not our argument. No, I'm argument. not making an argument. I'm saying there are good people out there just like it's bad people. Okay, well, okay. What I'm saying, I'm not saying, saying you mean confrontational. That's not an argument. I look at the good what the good people do. I don't look at what the bad people do. I like to see them. Okay. You're Slave quarters, and we're all wage slaves 
uh, serving yeah. a hierarchy way up there. The people up in Congress are millionaires. You got to be a millionaire to even yes. get a seat up there. There ain't nothing changed. There ain't nothing changed. They just modernized slavery. It's high tech now. That's all. I know, that's and right. by the way, that, mm-hmm. slavery is still in the Constitution. The Fourteenth exactly. Amendment. Yeah, the Absolutely. 14th. Okay, good. <laughs> Oh, and and that's that another job. thing, Mace. You don't understand. I mean, I'm not going to say what you do and uh, don't understand because <laughs> listening to you, you sound like some of my um, great aunts and even sometimes like my mom who come from that generation. They say, oh, we made father. We made this and this and that. But they, honestly, and I, I'm not trying to be disrespectful or anything, I think that for your generation you were taught to have a different measuring stick. And they, let me you don't about, really no, have that, to be equal. You let, just have to me, make a little bit more than what black people used to make, and then that's considered progress. That's not progress. Let me help you. Let me, let, let me help you with There's no, you. There should be no See, such I'm, thing as I'm progress. Here, Either I'm, you're equal or you're not. There's I'm no such here. thing as progress. There's I'm still here, and as an older and woman. If it's, and if it's, hold on, man. Let me just say this real quick. There's no such thing as progress. Lies that we have been, been fed and that we've bought into. Either you are equal or you are not. When you now, let me ask my something Hold on, please. When you look at the economic statistics and the economic, you know, the, the breakdown of the numbers, it's very clear who's on the bottom economically. So what has changed then? And, in fact, Claude Anderson was doing a presentation on this, and he was breaking down just how much black people have not, quote-unquote, progressed economically since the 1950s. Now, can I say something? Yeah, I'm still here. Back in the 60s, what I made. What I make today and how I do, I don't owe anybody, and I work for myself, and I enjoy what I do. So I'm still in the economy, and I'm still doing something. And I taught my children the same way. It's how to make your money work for you and not you work for it. And it's but you're not considering the larger body of people that aren't is what I'm saying, Renee, benefiting and I'm that way. In the workforce, working. You don't even understand what I'm saying. No, 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 no. No, no because she's not the considering the larger masses of people. It, she's I, only looking at her. No, 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 no. I want you to yeah. look at me. I'm talking about people that I know. They went and did things to make them for themselves so they don't have to look at other people to do it for but them. But Renee is Keep pointing out to you that there's a generation and generations that haven't benefited from that. generation, if you teach them. They're going to do better in life. It has nothing to do with teaching them. If the jobs are not available, if the they training are is not available, today. if the access to resources, hold if on, not, if, the access to, if the access to resources is not the same across the board, then what are we talking about? There's if not progress. There's only equality and inequality. That's it. If that's what you say. But I'm I'm old, but I'm still doing what I want to do. Nobody said you're not. You're making an argument. You're making all kinds of fallacies. No, 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 I'm not making an argument. You said like back in the day like your yes, you your Nobody is speaking just about you. I'm speaking to I came from that generation, but I didn't have to make that generation me. It's what I'm trying what to do. What about the fact that all the jobs have been outsourced and sent to China? What about that, Maze? What about the jobs that people are not qualified here to do? And nobody getting qualified to get to do the job. They're not qualified wow. because they've been outsourced in the, and and the training. There's a lot of people. They're not, they're, they're not qualified they're not because they, they started outsourcing the jobs back in 71 when they stopped giving people uh, uh, raises and started outsourcing the jobs to China. And so people have lost their skills 
and they're using universities as debt mills. I said they need to go get new skills because the cotton gin left and all of the car plants left. So if those things left, you find another skill to get into, and you can keep on going and do what you were doing. Well, but you just, oh, the the just skirted the issue. The issue. You just skirted the I'm telling you, you never get too old to do what you need to do. You can go back to school. Oh, that's just so easy. That sounds so good. It don't cost you no money. And go do it. Everything costs money. Everything costs money. That's what I know. That's uh, true. And to have it, you got to work for it. To That's have untrue. And use, you have right? to have connect. And you have to have connect. Not free. You have to have the money to go to school to get new training because you have to have a piece of paper for everything. It's not it's, like maybe back in the day where you could just learn a skill and you can maybe come up under somebody and they say, "Okay, you can do this." No, like Sister Angoni said. Mills, and then that's why right now it's two it's two million black college graduates with with degrees, okay, who are unemployed right thing. now. Right, and they got SWAT minute. teams going out to people's houses, SWAT teaming them because they can't pay these student loans back. See, Renee, a when lot of Congress, school, wait a minute, wait a minute, when Congress oh. has, uh, made themselves not uh, uh, liable. And, and so, you know, and it is free for some people in this society because Congress don't, you know, they're up there with their little lawyer's degrees, fleecing all the rest of the people when they don't have the same kind of things applied to them that they apply to us. But I'm saying it's like if you get, I'm going to say it like this, if a little girl can make some lemonade and she can make all this money, oh, please. what's wrong with people going, she's not complaining. She's going to be Under fed. Agenda 21, they shut lemonade stands down. It's not a How about stand. that? She hasn't been to the grocery store. So all we got to do is keep buying her lemonade so she can stay in business. And then you also well, had this little kid that did the bow ties. He's making money. And then you got, I mean, if we sit around and we look at stuff and complain about it, we won't know it's out there. Well, I don't so think we you're can, looking around, man. You got blinders on one, one of your eyes, okay? What you say? I said, I don't think you're really looking around. I think you have no, blinders no, no, no. on one of your eyes. And I don't mean that disrespectfully either. No, I don't want to disrespect you. I'm going to say it like this. I don't want to take somebody else's blinders and make them mine. I got my own where so I can see with it. I don't need nobody well, else's to make me blind when it comes to the government. Is what I'm saying. Yeah, we can see so that. We see, we see things in a different prison. Absolutely. We're going in a different maze. Hey, you know what, though? And that's, that's a, what I do. You know what? That's interesting. That's interesting. And I'm because, not a follower. You know, Often we we talk about the, we talk about this kind of thing the, the 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 difference in the generations you know how different generations see and this is a prime example right here you know basically basically as long as I get mine I'm happy everybody else no you that's know, not what I said no you you're saying it wrong that is not what I said I said people it, are really? out there doing things and I said there's jobs that's not people are not qualified for why aren't they getting qualified for the jobs it's because not, they're not getting they're the not training. Why are they not getting the down? training? Is it they don't know about them? So are you, I think maybe you're not realizing what you're saying. I know what I'm saying. Okay, I'm not so talking let me about ask me. you. I'm saying people that I know. Can, can I say something, you, please, uh, uh, without you yes, cutting me I'm off? Listening. Don't get upset. Okay, so you said why don't they? So you said why don't they get the training um, mm-hmm. right for the jobs, right? Mm-hmm. So we know that we're in like a... um. You know, technological age and everything, right? Yes. So mm-hmm. a lot of the jobs are in IT, you know, coding, all of these sorts of things, right? And the money is there. Do you know that you have to go, do you know that you have to go to school? You have to have yeah. money to go into programs to learn how to do computer coding, right? It's very expensive, in fact, right? Mm-hmm. So no, if you take people, 
Oh, well, can you tell me about it? <laughs> oh, I can go to school for free if I want to for my age. Okay. Most most of jobs are being done and, by uh, Indians. So going, you can do it for my age. You can go free too. But, Renee, you want me to tell you how you can go? You go and you find grants and you go find different things okay. to where you can go to school. The county, you don't have to pay uh-huh. back. And okay. then you can uh, so me, uh, either uh-huh. uh, you can take out a loan to go to school and pay it back. Renee, okay. most of those so jobs me, are being done by Indians who are highly trained. Right. People, Renee, they will send you to school. Exactly, Sister Angoni. Okay, so they hold, on, hold, on, man. On top of that. hold on, man, because you know something. Clearly, you know something that the masses of people don't know, right? I know so a masses of people that's doing said, it. Hold on, hold on. I know some people that's doing it. Hold on, so you today. said get grants. Can you hold on? Okay. So you said get grants and and all that thing. You do realize not everybody can get that, right? Because sometimes then they'll say, well, such and such makes over one penny over something, right? So then you're not eligible for other things, right? And not only that, if you are eligible, that does not cover everything. You have all other sorts of incidentals. Excuse me, ma'am. You uh, uh, have all other first, sorts of And then I'm going to stop. Okay. I'm say it like I'm this. Doing. I want you to do a show on this. I want you to go to the universities or the, the two-year school and find out how you can get to get into the school where you can get paid to go and how you can get some money to be there. Since they're in such a shortage for IT and coding and all that, let's see how you can tell the people what they need to do to get there. That's so, Mace, you're saying the millions of students that have graduated uh, that are living at home with their parents because they can't find a job, and uh, are you saying they're stupid? They just don't know what to I do about it. I didn't say that. I said they went to school because their parents wanted them to go to school, and they didn't go for the right thing. Oh, come on, Maze. Millions and oh, yeah. millions of students didn't go for yeah, the right thing. Yeah, a whole thing. lot of them did because I know one that just went and got his master. You know one. He got, he can't you know one. Because there's no opening. You know it's one. not there anymore. You know one. We're I hang around a lot of millions of people with their parents. Students. That's why I know. Maze, there's 90 million people out of work in America. Can we move on? Lugan, this how many jobs are there? Because clearly you are. Susan Lagoon, how many jobs are there that can't be filled because people are not qualified for? Anybody else speak? You want anyone else speak? I'm listening. No, you're not. I didn't try to argue with the two of you. I can't tell. But but clearly you know something that everybody, the masses of people. I just gave you something to go do. Well, there's 90 million people out of work in America, and there are millions of students living at home with their family because there's no jobs out here. Everybody else knows that they've been outsourced to China. And so, you know, one, you know one, but the, there's 90 I million one. I people out. I know a lot. I know people in every state. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> okay. All right. Okay. <laughs> Let me bring Stanley in. Stanley. Mm, Stanley. Wow. Welcome to the show. So qualify wow. yourself for something, and you won't complain. It has nothing to do with that. I'm listening to what you're saying. You do not understand. There's many people who are qualified, who does go to those interviews, who does everything that you're telling. They're still not getting the job. I'm sorry to say it is more... Even you can have the degree of as much as you want if you don't have the contact. I know many people, and many people I've known personally, supervisors of IBM, a different company, because I am working on a computer thing, that told me if it wasn't for you knowing me, Stanley, if it wasn't for a contact, you would have never got that job. It's not just the degree. you got to know the contact. you got to know the person and everything. 
That's another thing that you don't get. There's many people that I know who are not qualified, who doesn't have the, the knowledge compared to other people that I know, who are my supervisor. The only reason they got that position was because they got a contact inside the company. That was it. So don't mm. tell me that, oh, you just need the degree and you just need to be qualified. No, you don't. Trust me, mm. no, you don't. So <laughs> I, I don't know where you're living, but no, you don't. It I'm sorry. So I, I don't understand that part. The second part, we got to tell the young people the truth, which is, hey, right. working for somebody, you yeah. will never leaven up. Working for somebody is not the way to go. you got to take your degree mm-hmm. and do something with it, either do a business or because working for somebody is going to get worse, people. Let's be honest. It's going to get worse and worse. Because they're almost, there's some companies around the world that try robots and things like that. You think that that's not going to happen? It's going to get Sandra, worse. Can, you, can I ask you a Go question? Ahead. Go ahead. I didn't say that people went to went to school with a degree. I said they went to school for the wrong thing. I said you got jobs that people are not qualified to do, or they don't have enough people doing it, and they begging for people to do it. But, that's but, what I said. But, but, but I'm that's telling true. you that there. That's that, not but true. I'm telling you there is for, that, um, uh, That's not true. I'm telling you there is for people. You're, if you're talking about computer. I'm in computer. I'm telling you, there's people who are qualified, who has done the degree, who has done the stuff, and they're not getting the job even if it's open. And the person is not getting the job because they're mm-hmm. offering that job to another person. What kind who of, is the you in computer, but some of the computer uh, uh, has went away. It depends on what you're in. If you're in IT, you don't have a job for the rest of your life. Wait, 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 wait. If you're in computer, you're in a job for the rest of your life. So, Stanley, for all the people listening, for all these people listening, I'm talking to Stanley at this moment, Renee, because you're not interested in going to look. Well, I'm telling you what it is, Maze. You're asking for a computer person. I'm telling you. I did both things, networking and programming. I have diploma for both of them. How? So don't come to me and ask for both of them. I'm telling you how it is. I I'm asking you a question. How short is cybersecurity and coding? I'm telling you how it is. I know I'm asking you a question. Who, uh, those people Are you got certification to do either one of those two with your uh How yeah, you going to tell this degree? man something yes. that he's in? I'm asking him. That's right just now, straight up cognitive dissonance. I'm asking him a question. You've been talking because you won't let anybody else talk. I'm not talking to you, please. Thank you. Okay. I asked Stanley a question. I'm just telling him what it feels for short. And we need people like us to be in there. And it's, not, it's, it's less. How do you, you know what it feels for short? Where, was you, oh, where were you out in the workforce? What, what feels for short? Was, Please tell right. us. Thank you. As of the day. Please Didn't tell I us I have what feels for short. So you don't know what I do, but I have my own business. Can you Where tell can us what feels for short, please? I'm waiting. I just told you. IT and coding. And guess who is short? Okay, people like, people like you. He told you what field he's actually in. Cybersecurity, Renee. Like I said, the same with IT. Because computer programmers and cybersecurity people are two different groups of people. It's just like doctor and nurse. Well, I'm telling you what it is. I know some people are certified, and I know some people who have the knowledge and everything. The company is not hiring them because they don't have the contact inside the company. And I know some people who are not certified, who doesn't have the qualification compared to a lot of people and everything, couldn't even pass the test of network programming, and they got the position. And then you find out they're friends with that person, and you're like, how did you get that position? And once you get to know them, once they know that you're not a friend, I got the position because I know this person. Oh, okay. Mm. And I have a question. I have a question. Mr. Talk, 
or anybody on the yeah. line, are you aware? Now, mm-hmm. this is not IT, but uh, are you aware that in Disney, uh, they're displacing their workers with immigrants and having mm-hmm. the old people train the immigrants that's coming in for the new job because they'll work for less. Absolutely. Yeah. That's true. Yeah, yep. and as you said, sister ain't going to be outsourcing as well. They have you exactly. call in to a lot of these, friends um, are yeah. or, or some of these places you're having issues with your line. Guess who you're talking to? Somebody over in India. The same way yeah. with the food stamp exactly. program. And so what, where are these people here? That, um, main. I can confirm uh, that. That is true. That again. is true. There's some. I was on mute, so I couldn't. I couldn't respond. Mr. Talk. Mr. Clark, I can confirm that what they're saying is true. We had a set, we had a, a sector of networking that was responsible for some part. We had maybe six people, and then they decided to hire one person in India to come over, get the training or whatever. Once they got enough uh, training to train people over there in India, they shut down that that uh, that place of of networking. Idea. So, uh, can I answer yeah. your question, Renee? When I call a company and then they have somebody from another country I have talked to, I speak to one an American, so at least I get to speak to one. I don't speak to people in other countries. I speak to an American operator because that's what you request for and that's what you can get. Uh, but that's still no, that's, doesn't. Uh, that's, that's not true. Yeah. Yes, it is true. It is that, that's true. Not, I just did it the other day. No, 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 no. Cause it is not. How are you going to say, hold on, listen, listen, listen. Can you let somebody else speak? Try it first. Go ahead. Now, what they're going to say is, because I've done that before, I'm not going to say it never happened with you, but if the person supposedly speaks English, how are you going to differentiate between this is actually somebody in India or it's a foreigner working in the United States of America and they speak English? They They may have an accent, but they speak English. Now, can I uh, finish, Renee? You're going to say, can I speak to a white or black American? No, that's not that's what, what you say. No. Okay. I'm on mute again. They keep putting me on mute. You're Go not ahead. on mute. What did you say? Oh, no. Not on mute. I'm going to tell ahead. you what I did. I'm going to tell you how I, how I did. I asked the lady from China, wherever she was from I was speaking to, I don't want to speak to nobody in your country. I want to speak to a supervisor or an, an American. And they put me to a person in Florida. Because I always talk to the person that they put me through to. So I don't know how okay, you do so yours. Okay, so foreigners That's don't live in, for, in Florida? What do you say? Foreigners don't live in Florida. Foreigners don't live in Florida? No, she connected me back to America because they will do that. They'll connect you back they to here if you don't want to I'm talk to I'm not saying they didn't connect you to America, but foreigners don't work uh, at uh, no, she was not foreigner, in Florida. She was not a foreigner because... She was not a foreigner oh, because she was telling me about the school okay. that she was going to. So that's why. So they probably there. had two or three people and employees. She was telling me about the like you. Wait, wait. They probably foreigners. had two or three employees for people like, like you that they have a little department uh, where they'll they'll connect you to somebody to soothe your nerves. But the basic mm-hmm. principle is that the outsourcing is much vaster than what you're exactly. talking about because you have to be one person that has to speak to someone yeah. that don't sound like they yeah. have an accent. Yes, ma'am. And I, I, I guarantee you, and I, and I guarantee they probably wasn't in Florida, believe me. Oh, they, they weren't in Florida. They, no. You know how I know that no, they sent in America to India to, to work over in India to do that. <laughs> right. <laughs> if they sent them over there, they're going to pay them money. That's not the yeah, point. No, That's okay. not All the right. point. Right. That's right. not relevant. They sent an American, and an American got right. a job. Okay. I ain't got an argument. Okay, okay. 
All right. All right. I'll Let me just bring I'll JC in. Go ahead. <laughs> All right, JC, you got the floor, man. Okay. I just hey, what's going on, everybody? I just want to say this about what May said. Okay, she made sixty cents an hour or whatever that was, and everybody, she's got hers. That's all fine and good, you know. But at the same time, she said that people went to college for the wrong degrees. At the time that people went to college for these degrees, the jobs were here. Okay. Now, once the jobs started disappearing, there was no there was no need for those specific degrees again. So people didn't go to to school for the wrong degree. It's just the jobs went overseas. And as technology as technology changes, okay, the degree will have to change. They have changed degrees so much in the last mm-hmm. ten fifteen years. You know, it's hard for people to. It's hard for people to stay in a specific area. Now you have to go for certifications because guess what? These degrees really don't make any money anymore. They're looking for certifications. I agree. So excellent point. Excellent. So 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 so, yeah. So what she is saying as far as what she she made sixty cents an hour. Back then, they were selling flour for a, do- uh, what, a penny a bag. So, you know, as mm. technology and as time change, okay, then things get more expensive. You know, so mm-hmm. when she bought, when she when she went about this whole bag, Bella Hay, then it was only a half a cent. <laughs> you know, so now, you know, it's more expensive now. So you have to look at that, too. You know, as time changed, then the money go up because things mm-hmm. go up. So back then when she was buying stuff, you know, a whole barrel of crackers for, for <laughs> it's not like that anymore. So anyway, yeah. I'm feeling on that one. Okay, so, J.C., you got to And like I said, you got to change with time change. So if I wouldn't have changed, I'd still be back there complaining, right? Still trying to no, get. No, but, 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 but you, you're not. You didn't hear what I if you said. If you interpret, I listened to you for 45 minutes. You don't what like I'm me, and is, I don't care. That's what's coming out of your voice. Go ahead with it. Yeah, you do like me, so shut that's up. That's your problem. Anyway, you don't like anyway, me what I say. Look, I don't look, like for people to Mays, like me, which I don't care anyway, about. Them like but we having Mays, a conversation. Let's have one. Mays, who cares? Be quiet, God. <laughs> anyway, back then, okay, as I said, you know, when when she bought things that. And she mentioned her age. No one is that old anymore. But anyway, back then when she paid for that kind of stuff, okay. What do you mean, what prices, old? The price have been raised on things now. Okay, we have to look and at so that. Have the, and so have the technology okay, have May, been raised. May, they don't even have a gym okay, over here anymore. May, they all left. May, you said that, okay, you, you made a certain amount of money. That's fine. I didn't say what I okay. made. I said I worked for myself. May, That's what I said. Get it right. May. In eighteen sixty they didn't have computers. Okay. In eighteen sixty two, JC, make your point. Make your point, JC. Okay. Make your point. All right. Thank you. So what I'm saying is that I hear what she, heard what she's saying, but she's totally wrong. She what at, at the time that she bought her stuff or whatever, it took her X amount of years to get what she got. She got it. That's fine. But at a certain amount of, uh, at a certain time, she had to work for someone. At a certain point, to to make make another certain amount of money in order for her to grow her business or whatever she was doing, she didn't. She's not looking at that. If she was still making sixty cents right now, 
then she wouldn't be in the position that she's in. She don't see stuff like that. And other people have to, and she have to understand that $10 and $12 an hour these days is nothing. That still keeps you in a poorhouse. You have to be making around 30 or 40 some dollars in order for you to even think about being middle class anymore. And in order Mm -hmm. for that to work, you you have to have two people. You know what? Seventy five thousand to a hundred thousand dollars a year is nothing anymore. That's mm-hmm. not even considered middle class anymore. You have to be making at least two hundred to three hundred thousand dollars in order in order to be considered middle class. Look at what the prices that we are paying for things. Look at the insurance going up. Okay, the companies that are saying, hey, guess what? We're not paying insurance since we got the Obamacare and this and the other. We have to put extra inside everything with that we do now. So they price gouge us on everything. So there is no middle class anymore because of the price difference. Sixty cents compared it is like twelve dollars an hour today. No difference. And then you gotta factor in the loss of buying power of the Federal Reserve note on top of that. And that's true. That's a, that's a point. That's a good point. <laughs> you know, that's a good point. Well, if I was li- if I was living back in the Western days with two six shooters too, I'd make sixty cents an hour too. So anyway, <laughs> all right. So have have we have we come to a consensus on on the topic that we're discussing? In the I'm busy. I'm so. trying to get my balance back. Oh, I'm still I want to say this. I came up with a solution for the gender thing, muted. too, for the bathrooms. <laughs> you oh, did. God. What was that? Uh. Well, whoever said, oh, God, oh, I know who that is. I didn't know that person. But anyway, you don't have to have the male and the female up there anymore. All you have to do is put up a uh, one says penis and the other one says vagina. That'll oh. solve it. Yeah, Jason. Yeah, you know, interesting though that you bring that up, Jay Z, because there was a study that was put in um, an article out today by Dr. Paul R. McHugh, and uh, <laughs> uh, he's a distinguished service professor of psychiatry at St. John's Hopkins University. You know, Hopkins University is doing a whole lot of stuff, and a former psychiatrist, okay, uh, in chief of Hopkins. John Hopkins Hospital, who has studied transgender people for 40 years, and said it is a scientific fact that transgender men do not become women, nor do transgender women become men. <laughs> All such people become feminized men or masculinized women, counterfeits or impersonators of the sex to which they identify. That's what this man said now. Um, what else? And you see what that, that uh, CEO did with with Target, right? You see how much yeah. their um their stocks went down by at least eight or nine percent. Their stock went down because they they are they're deciding to do this trans transgender thing, which doesn't even make any sense. Now the prices are going to go up in Target because of that nonsense. <laughs> well, I don't shop in Target anyway, so it don't matter. But well, you I know have what? A question. Okay, hold on for a minute, Sister Gordon. Let me say this real fast, and then I'm going to take your question. Um, you know, 
growing up in the 70s, and when he said that, I just had to start laughing. Um, there was a commercial. I know some of us remember about chiffon margarine. You remember about it's butter, it's, it tastes just like butter? Well, anyway, yeah. he said, when I was growing up in the 70s, there was a TV commercial for chiffon margarine, which apparently tasted just like butter, but it's not. The very last and very famous line from the commercial was, it's not, it's not nice to fool Mother Nature. <laughs> in other words, you know, you know, he's saying, look, you say what you want to. It's not fluid. It's not flexible. Nothing. If you're born a boy, you're a boy. If you're born a girl, a girl. Just that simple. You know, all this other stuff is just nonsense. He, he also said, you know, it's amazing that just three-tenths of a percent of the minority, tiny minority of this country has has um, caused such a national debate on who uses the bathroom where. So it's interesting because you know, that's an agenda that that they're pushing. Did you know that the Marvel comics right now, just because of that Captain America, whatever Civil War thing, the LGBT uh-huh. now now they want superheroes to be gay. And now uh, yeah. Warner Brothers, yeah. they just put that. Uh-huh. You read about that? They want to have gay people and gay superheroes. They keep pushing that stuff well, on our young look, kids. But, but you said I, I could ask the question. You, you said oh, I could I'm ask the question. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Go ahead, Sister Ingoni. I was going to tell you I about Bernie, but go ahead. I want to Thank you. I want to know how you all feel about the fact that some states, and I have, I apologize, I wrote notes on this, but I don't have the exact. <laughs> cities and states in front of me from my notes. But there are some cities and states that are paying for sex changes, Mm -hmm. $30,000 operation. Mm -hmm. We're paying for that. Mm -hmm. No, actually, you know what? They're doing that in the prisons also that we're paying for. Yes, yes, very true. Now they want to get on the... I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm I'm well, well, I, I just asked how do you feel about the fact that they're forcing that for us to pay for these sex change operations. Well, I they're using taxpayer money, or whether they're using extortion usury money for coming out of our pockets collectively to provide these people who are demanding their own bathrooms with their sex change operations. How do y'all feel about mm-hmm. that? Extortion, just like you said. Well, I don't like taxpayer money being directed towards that, but to me, it seems as though the bathroom is, is much ado about nothing. If you take a woman, um, let's say a transgendered woman, somebody who went from uh, boy to girl, and now the girl goes into the girl's bathroom, nobody's going to know who she is. She's going to go into the female stall, sit down, do his or her thing, and come back out again. Same thing if you go into the male stall. It's all sensationalism no. brought about by the news. Well, how do we know Can if I they're going to go inside there around kids? You know what? That's, that's just plain. Uh, let me, Renee, let me say this real quick. That's just plain old wrong for a man to dress up as a woman and go in there and you say sit down and do his thing and leave out. You know what? Let me catch a man going somewhere. If I had a daughter going in a bathroom where my daughter is, I'd be in jail today because I'd bust him in his head and he wouldn't get up, period. Mm. Okay, right. so, so here's, here, here's, here's the question that's going to be asked. Uh-huh. How would you know? How would you know? <laughs> that's the Can whole I thing. say something, please? <laughs> okay, it's not a fact that how I, I would think... know is that if Hello? I did know. Okay. All right. Go ahead, Renee. 
Thank you. Um, as a woman, okay, as a woman who is in her um, bearing children, <laughs> young women who have children, okay, going into a restroom, most moms are going to take their little ones, their babies, their toddlers, even the children that are a little bit older, you come in the restroom with your mom, okay? I'm sure we've all done that. Now, you're taking children into a rest into an area where people will be not undressing but in a sense, okay? You have men coming in here who are pretending to be women. In my opinion, that is a psychological issue. That's not only a psychological issue, but that's also a sexual deviance, in my opinion. Okay? Now, of course, you can't, it's people who are regular male or female who are sexually deviant and who are, um, you know, molesters and different things like that or have psychological issues. But if you have someone who is completely confused about who they were created to be, and now you expect everybody else, 99% of the population, to change their way of thinking for you, that's the problem. You're taking children in there. Let's not to mention women. We have monthly issues. We have a lot of other women breastfeed. We go through different things. You might get a rip in your skirt or something. You go in the restroom, another woman can assist you. Those are just things that come along with um, gender. And we feel more comfort around other women who we know this is a woman because there's a sense of identification there. Because what I've gone through, she's likely gone through or going through. So it's just, it's a, it's a psychological thing. And I in no way think what you're saying, Joe, that we should, oh, well, it's not a big deal. No. Why should the 90 plus percent of people have to change for 2 or 3% of people who have psychological issues? Why should we be changing something that has been in place for however many tons and tons and tons of years because somebody was born with a vagina and says, oh, I'm a boy, or somebody was born with a penis and says, I feel like a girl, because they feel like a girl. We're supposed to feel like they should be able to come in the restroom? No. Uh Uh-uh. And uh-huh. Renee, okay. what about the person no. who dresses up and pretends like they're mm-hmm. uh, a transgender, but they're really just someone who wants to rape a 16-year-old girl right. who doesn't have her mother mm-hmm. going to the bathroom with them? That's How about right. that? And think about it, if it's, think about it, y'all, if it's like late in the evening or late at night and it's not maybe not a lot of traffic within the bathroom, they see this girl go in the bathroom or whatever, they go in the bathroom. And then what? Or a young mom goes in with her young children. They go in behind her. There's no re- excuse me, no cameras in the restroom. Who's to say? I'm just saying, whatever the case, like people may say, well, that's just a small percent. Well, guess what? It's a small percent of people who are transsexuals, but we're expected to change everything for them. So it's a small likelihood that that may happen. But why are we focusing on that small percentage? Why is it it that no one can understand, you know, I I hear, I heard what Joe said. See, that's one of the issues that I have that gets me fired up, is that certain people in this society, they they push stuff through and they try to make everybody think that, you know what, it's no big deal. If it's 2% today, it's going to be 10% tomorrow. It's okay. If it's 10% of them 
uh, tomorrow, 50% uh-huh. next day. And then we let that mm-hmm. go on. And when people say, oh, I don't see why it's a big deal, when people voice up against that, then they think there's something wrong with us. They try to put mm-hmm. something on us that we don't want, okay? I don't want no gay man going up in no female's room. I don't want no female going up in no man's room. I don't like that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. That's not how society is made. That's twisted and it's sick. That's and right. anybody who have an inkling of something like that, it's something wrong with them deep down inside, and they on the down low about something. And I don't care what And let's say. flip it. But let's flip it, though. So some of these women, because there's a lot of them right now, who are, who are trying to act like men, trying to appear like men. I did this whole story on this. And so all of these pictures of all of these women who are taking testosterone or doing all these things, they have these things. Hold on, please. They have these things that they use where they can stand up and it appears, you know, um, they can stand and, and kind of go more unnoticed, I guess, um, using a restroom. Now, how about some of these women who are trying to pretend to be men and da da you can see it's a woman, okay? You can see their stature, their frame. You can see that it's a woman trying to be a man. And they go into a restroom, and some man is like, yeah, I'm going to show her something. They go in there and something go down. It's a lot of different variables that could happen. So, mm. Yeah, yeah. that's, that's a very see? interesting point. Uh, now, hold on, Maze. Let me bring a new, um, a new caller in. All right, okay. let me welcome um, AJ from Maryland. Welcome to the show, AJ. Do you want to add something to the conversation? Uh, how's everyone doing? It's a great show today. Um, Thank you. I, I wanted, I wanted to. Um, um, I don't know if it's been touched on yet, but I wanted to, to point out two things that I that I was reading when I when I looked over the thing. Uh, it said all that you have to do is identify as a woman. Or, or identify as. It didn't even say you had to dress up as. It just says all you have to do is identify as. So, so, so I mean, I can see young kids running away with that, saying, you know, I'm going, I'm going to the girls' bathroom because I identify with the girls, you know, and just so, just so they can go in there. So, I mean, you know, this this whole thing is is getting, I guess, crazier and crazier by the minute. But another thing I was, I was kind of. Uh, 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 wondering about, and and this is the this is the thing I that I see coming from it is if you have younger kids now they're confused mm-hmm. because because if if they reach the age of puberty where ten eleven twelve years old and they start to like it uh, it's, it's a boy for instance and he starts to like the girl and uh, he's interested in this girl and before. You know, they might have been able to say, "Well, that's not a girl," because he's gone. He, he went into the men's room, you know, the other day. <laughs> you know, but now, now you don't know. You know, so now it's in a situation where that transgender who might not tell what their real sex is, uh, uh, now you, you've got confusion going on because you know he might not know that that's not a girl. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, 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 I mean, you know, I kind of wanted to point those two things out and, um, you know, hear what everyone else thought on it. But you I know, have a that, question for Joe. Can I speak now, Mr. Talk? Hold on. Let me let me finish first, all right? Okay. Um, first thing I want to say is we got uh, four minutes left in the line here. So if you're in the computer in the chat room and just listen to your computer, you need to get on the phone line, 347-838-8622. All right? 
<clears throat> and uh, we're going to go into overtime for a little while. Um, but that's that's a good point, AJ, very good points that you brought up. And, you know, I think that's one of the the issues that, you know, is kind of being overlooked because you you got kids coming out now talking about, they, you know, four and five years old, I want to be a boy, I want to be a girl. You're like, what? No. Uh-uh. You know, but the parents, parents these days are actually going along with it like, okay, you want to be boy? Okay, well, we're going to start dressing you as a boy. We're going to change your name. See, that's confusing the kid from the, get, from the, from the beginning, you know. And, and let's be honest, we all know, well, the majority of us know, you know, it's a part of a, a bigger agenda. It's part of a bigger agenda to, to make everything gray and, and neutral and what have you. And um, as I think I said on uh, Sister Goni show the other night, we need to start standing up for some of this stuff, against some of this stuff instead of just letting it fly by. Because eventually, if we don't, man, we we already in trouble. We're just going to be in worse trouble. That's what I'm going to say. All right, go ahead, Maze, and then um, Renee. As go ahead, I Maze. was saying, as a woman, I don't want no man in the bathroom where I got to use it, pissing all over the toilet. That's how one way you can tell what's what. And no man need to be in no bathroom with no woman. In the woman's bathroom with her cologne and all that different stuff spraying around, and that's why I feel about that situation and that subject. And I really think they man. should pay for their own bathroom if they want to, uh, where they want to go, where they can go in. Let them pay for it, and that'll settle the whole thing for them. Really, amazing. and it had nothing to do okay. with it. Okay. All right. Thanks, Mays. Go ahead, Renee. Yeah, Renee, are you there? So, yeah, I'm here. I was going to ask Joe, okay. like, where you know, was kind of like what he was saying. You know, it's just like it's not a big deal and everything. Which, by the way, you're not a woman, so I don't know how you can say it's not a big deal. I guess it's a big deal in your But what I would ask you is, where would it end? Because if it's going to be the restroom, does that then extend to, like, at the gym? You're talking about the, um, you know, the restroom, the school, gyms, and things of that nature. Or in the workplace where you have, um, you know, um, the, the locker rooms and stuff. And also, I'm thinking, we would get to the point where it would be something that's actually happening, um, where it's going to be like when you go into a department store, it'll say clothes. Like, it won't say boys here, girls, you know, and it's boys and girls are still the same and all of that, right? It'll just say clothes, right? It's going to be all different kind of clothes, and there's going to be no separation because everything is about, excuse me, it's about blurring the lines. And real quick before he answers, this is just more, we we know what this is. It's the gay agenda that's being pushed on the society at large. This is what the homosexuals wanted to do because what it's doing, it is just changing everything, right, so that things are more accommodating to people who are LGBTQ, people who fall in that category, that everything in the in life, in the world, or in, in America at least, is shifted to their preference and what they like and what they think. So this is just a furthering of that. But I wanted to ask him, um, where does it end? You're asking me? Yeah. It's not going to end. Um, right now it doesn't bother me about transgenders, post-op, pre-op, going into either of the bathrooms. They're going to be there for three minutes, do the thing, and get out, and nobody will even know. 
But what I'm concerned about is the LGBT agenda politically being shoved down people's throats. What about the trans, what was it, Rachel Dolezal? She considered herself black, and she was actually a white person. So she considered herself a trans black. There are people who are going to consider themselves trans Star Trekkies, trans Martians. What? And, uh-huh. you know, so the slippery slope is um, is going to go down the slippery, slippery slope. slope. Yeah. Yep. But see, my thing is this, and I, somebody, my friend actually that I was talking to earlier, he said that um, Obama came out. I'm going to have to look it, look this up. Did you know, Mr. Talk, he was saying Obama came out and said, basically federally, I guess, mandated or whatever, that the transgender thing be in all schools and, like, across yeah, the public board. schools. Yeah, early in the public, the public wow. schools. Wow. Did he say that? I'm looking at that. They're doing wow. that already Look for the, um, the, the neutral huh? bathrooms. Yeah. Look for it. It's out there. He said it today. Yeah, yeah. For everything I'm going to look it up. Can I ask you a question? Did you, did you hear um, the speech it, that he did was, at Howard? If you don't, I want y'all to listen to it, please. It was, it was an executive order. When? Yeah. That was my first time hearing today. that. Today. Today. Yeah, somebody it's talked today. to me up earlier and told me that. It was, I was like, it really? Was an, it was an executive order that was passed, and uh, mm-hmm. it was uh, if if the teachers or administration deny access to anyone who wants to go into the opposite gender restroom, then they will lose federal funding. Yeah. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. the whole issue in North Carolina. Yeah. So you're talking about uh, a I tiny I thought they filed a suit against North Carolina for that reason, for what they did. Yeah, there's a lawsuit. I ain't know nothing about it. Yeah, North Carolina sued them. Yeah, North Carolina countersued them, saying, no, y'all not going to do that. But the Mm. danger is, it's just like all states states are indebted to the federal government. That's what I said. If the states took care of themselves, the Fed wouldn't have to do nothing. Oh, he well, the states aren't going to do anything. I mean, they aren't going to take care that's of it. That's why I think. That's why they always them. Because of corruption, and they're all tied to, to D.C. So <laughs> that's the problem that we have. See, what, what, what was the key mm-hmm. piece to that that, that, that that we missed? Money. Have... You go, okay, we're going to start taking mm-hmm. money from you now. Right. You know, don't that sound a little, don't that sound a little bit like CPS? Why they be taking mm-hmm. so many kids from families? Because they got to make mm-hmm. their money.
and I was doing some um, documentation because y'all know I'm. Well, I'm thinking, Renee, can you stop on one this second? issue? Wait, hold on, hold on. Can you stop one second? I'm going to help you with something. Can you hold on? Let me correct you. A ton earlier. <laughs> no, you um, still talking. I'm saying the Obama didn't do. Oh my God! You just won't let nobody else speak. Go ahead, go ahead, Renee. Go ahead, Renee. Okay, I'm gonna be brief. I'm gonna try to be brief. But um, you know, now people don't understand that when you do one thing, then everything else comes. And it was some um, major top um, homosexual um, organizations, some of their um, presidents and things, who were saying this is not enough. When the same-sex marriage was legalized, they said, this is not enough. And what I try to keep up is... Um, You're breaking up, Renee. You're breaking up. Okay. Go ahead. Sometimes I don't get good reception in this area. Go ahead, Maine. All right. Go ahead, Maine. Did the Supreme Court do that, or did the president make same-sex marriage legal in every state? Oh, here we go. I'm just asking the question. I think the Supreme Court did Get to that. your point. Get to your point. You asked I did. The that was my point. Monday. You asked the point Monday, point. too. So, I mean, that was your point? Yes, it was. Well, didn't you say, oh, Mr. Okay. Talk, it was an executive order? Yeah, we talking about the, the, the one today. Yes, it was an executive order. Yeah. Well, then the question well, that Maze just asked is it wasn't, it wasn't the Supreme Court. It was an executive order. We were not talking and not about that. Well, we were talking about uh, Renee. Renee. what Renee was saying, not only is he pushing it here, he's pushing it globally. That's right. That's right. That's a good point. Yeah, you know, the okay. nations, I think, is doing that. Yeah. But I was just asking Af- 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 Renee a question well, about something. African, African told him to go, Africa told him, get out of our, our, our country with that nonsense. <laughs> you know, Africa said they were not coming into that country with, they, with, with that, except South Africa, where they do it anyway. Some parts of Africa said that. Well, Maze, we we know you 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 when when it comes to that person. No, in the that's White when, House, I, when it comes to the president, I don't have no okay. hate for the president. That's just all it is. Oh, and I don't, I think that's what you call follower. it. You have no hate for. I'm not a but, follower. Yeah, no hate. I'm not trying to be funny, but but Maze is so funny to me because she reminds me so much, like I said, of some of my great aunts and stuff, and even my mom. I'm gonna tell you this. I'm gonna say it like this: If we was in a foxhole together, I'm gonna be the same I way. I ain't gonna, I'll say you. I ain't gonna turn against you. Put it that way. That's why I am. I just a lot of older black women. I just don't help other people older. put other people down. That's just all it is. I don't do that. It's not in me to help other people put other people down just because they don't like them. We're talking about well, issues, well, not well, personality. Well, if you no. are talking about personality, that had nothing to do with it. But wait a minute, is it, and, and I hope uh, I don't get I hope I don't get cut off so I can say my last words for today. Is it is it come you don't know what else speak? You didn't have my last words. more than anybody to tell you the truth. No, we're I talking about issues, really? not personalities. Really? Yes, really. And that's not what yes. I've been hearing. Well, that's because you stuck on personalities and lame, you ain't listening to the issues. Lame one person. Yeah, because you're stuck on defending mm-hmm. I don't have a personality to, I don't have to agree with listening to the issue. But I'm still not upset. That's how Obama got in because people was dealing with the yeah. personality instead of looking at policy issues. I heard you say he was Hitler. Exactly. What does that got to do with his job? Nothing. Because I've heard. I, was, I didn't even hear what you said, and you didn't hear what I, I said either. Because you be talking over people and you don't listen. I said you said he was Hitler, just like Hitler. 
I've heard other people say that too because they didn't have. Well, I don't like remember it. saying that, but if you think oh, you heard really? me say that, he does act like Hitler sometimes. That's I don't recall saying, saying that. Don't know what but Alex, since you brought it up, Hitler. yeah, he does. He is acting like yeah, Hitler. That's what I'm saying. So I've heard that. I've heard, I heard people say that too. That had nothing to do with the politics. Well, like I said, but I don't recall saying it, but since you brought it up, he is acting like Hitler. I'll say yeah. it now. But it's that's a lot of older black women. It's a lot of older black women who support. Um, Obama, no matter what, and I sure will. Against him, only for the purposes of what? Can you hold on? Only for the purposes of, only for the purposes of saying he was the first quote unquote, which I don't consider him black, but whatever. He was the first quote unquote. Okay, for real. That's why I told you you. He was the first quote unquote. This woman can't even stop for thirty seconds. Uh, go ahead, go ahead and finish, Renee. Good Lord. Okay, he he was the first quote unquote black president. That's the only reason that they going along with this man, and because he's a Democrat. That's it. When it comes oh. to really looking at and, uh, and dealing with his policies, that doesn't happen. That's Obama has never identified himself as a black president. He said he That's was right. a mutt. That came out of his mouth. He ain't never told nobody he was black. Mhm. Very true. Wait, wait, how can we not consider him black? He looks exactly like me. I didn't say he didn't look black, Stanley. I said Obama, look, I think people have a right to identify their own self. I said Obama doesn't identify himself as a black president. That's what I said. I don't care how he looks. That's how he got in office. Identity politics, people looking at his his body right, suit, you. identifying him uh-huh. for himself. He didn't identify uh-huh. himself as a black president. Okay, so are you saying that it would have been better to have him? I'm saying what I said. That's what I said. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I'm the one, Stanley, who said he wasn't a black president, in my opinion. Okay. Okay. He don't All act right. like one. Okay, concerning his policy that you're not happy. Well, who, are you who, happy with Obama or you're not? President. Yeah. Huh? Who would have been a good black president? Colin Powell? Cynthia McKinney. Okay. If, uh, okay. okay. Cynthia McKinney, yep. she, yeah. Uh, and, and if she made the mistakes and fell prey to the corruption that everybody else does, would she be considered a black president or would she be considered what? Yes, she did you say if she fell victim? Yeah. Did you, Joe, did you say if she fell victim? Yeah, right. he said he is, yeah. Right. Oh, well, why would she speculate that? She showed herself to be an integral person when she was in Congress. Mm. I think. So why do mm. we have to go there? Yeah, well, she wasn't yeah. She yeah. when she was in Congress, but I don't know if she was a perfect. Um, uh, I didn't say she was perfect. I don't know no human beings that are perfect on planet Earth. Yeah, but I don't uh-huh. know. Um, I know she that said she handled herself with integrity. As the leader of the Green Party, or let's say the candidate for the Green Party, she would have posed some issues, some really serious issues, constitutional issues, if she were president. Because well, she would want she, funding she, to be for, for uh, green stuff, and then that would be a slippery slope, too. I've never heard her push a whole lot of green issues. I think she was under the Green Party so she could get a voice. I mean, there are people running for president right now that most people never heard of, and I'll name one for yeah. you. Andrew Passaggio. I bet you there's a whole lot of people out there that don't even know he's running for president. He's a libertarian, isn't he? I don't know what he's running under. 
But I'm saying I think Cynthia was at the Green Party because, you know, there's a lot of times people's voices can't get heard because of the two-party system that just, you know, locks them out. Eats up everything. So she had support in the Green Party, and so she used that platform to be able to have her voice heard. I never heard Cynthia McKinney going around pushing green issues. But as a representative of the Green Party, their major issue were green issues. Well, yeah, but the point I'm saying is when's the last time you heard her pushing I green issues? I haven't heard her doing anything the past few years. Oh, she's a, oh, she's a, oh, she's, oh, yeah, she's around. Okay, and her, 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 her name is, Joe, her yeah. name is being put forward by high-level people as a good candidate for vice president on a regular basis. Okay. I heard it on InfoWars just recently, last week. They brought Cynthia McKinney's name up as a good uh, person for the vice president, see, for Trump. As a VP oh, for Trump. Okay. Yeah. Really? Okay. Huh? More than one person, too. High level people. Hmm. Wow. That would be interesting. It would. That would be interesting. He's, um, he's considering both Cruz and. Uh, Rosario or whatever his name is, Little Rubio. <laughs> Rubio. Yeah. yeah, yeah, we know that. And Giuliani is uh, uh, the head of the Department of Homeland Security. Holy crap! Yeah. All right. Well, <laughs> hopefully we won't have to deal with that either. All right, y'all. It's 15 after. Since I have a large number of people on the line, and all y'all get, get you know get talk. We're going to start our last words now so y'all, everybody have enough time. Nobody feel like they got shorted today. All right? So we're going to start with the first in, last out. Mr. AJ. Oh, oh, dang it. What happened? Okay. Go back. Go back. All right, Mr. AJ, you have the floor, sir. Your last words. Um, Still there, AJ? I've, okay. Yeah. yeah I, I kind of feel like, uh, you know, when we were, we were discussing, the whole discussion was about uh, – you know, the identifying or, or identifying when we were speaking about uh, transgenders and and uh, mm-hmm. people using different restrooms. And then and then it's funny that um, as soon as we started talking about Barack Obama, the identity part came up, you know. And it, and um, what I find it is curious as identity uh, matters in certain situations, but in, in other situations we can kind of ignore Certain identities, uh, you know. So I kind of, I kind of find that and in, in, uh, you know peculiar um, because you know I feel like it should, it should, you know, matter across the board. I mean, if we're going to uh, say that whether you identify or not, you know, it's wrong for you to use that, you know, um, then then I think uh, as as well, just because uh, even if he does identify, it is that. If he doesn't deal with any of the political issues to 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 put forth our agenda or or anything that would help us uh, politically, then um, you know it doesn't matter anyway. I kind of I kind of feel like you know identity is important all the way around. You know, um, like I like the uh, young lady said a while ago, a lot of people, um, no matter what his policies are, or no matter what he's pushing forward, they're going to. Uh, they're going to support him just based on his identity, you know, um, or, or what he might identify himself as. Um, and I think that that's wrong as well, you know, just like as we're dealing with the transgender issue, uh, where that's wrong, you know. Um, so right. I, 
you know, that's my that's my last word. All right. Well, thank you, AJ, and thank you for calling in, sir. Uh, just I uh, hope you, uh, this won't be your last time. I really appreciate you uh, participating in the show today. Okay. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Next up, JC. Hey. Okay. I don't have too much to say. You know, everybody said what they had to, and I got I got tired on out. You know, talking to me. So I'm done for today. I'm going. So I'm going to sleep. <laughs> okay, JC. <laughs> you have a good night here. <laughs> okay, you got All it. All right. All right, Maze, you have the floor. Yes, Mr. Talk. It's not. I don't like the president because of his color or his identity. I like his politics. And I hope you go and watch the speech that he gave at Howard University when he talked about the different kind of black people, which he considered himself as one. He has a wife that's one, and he got children and a mother-in-law. And I like what Tyler Perry did, too. Go watch his speech at Tuskegee. And he told all of these people that complain about both of them what ship to jump off on. And I feel the same way about what they told him to do. So those that's not afraid to go listen to what he had to say, to say he wasn't black, he said he was black. And he and uh, that's all I need to say. And I don't care about his blackness. I like his politics. And nobody can stop okay. me from liking it, even if my politics is not your politics. And I'm not a follower. I'm a leader. Have a good day. I don't want to be long. And that's it. All right. Thank you. You have and a I'm great weekend. And I'm still not upset with well. nobody. I'm still. Okay. Um, either way, the way he gave his speech at Howard University, um, that's a black um University, so of course he's gonna say he's black, but little to know how university first came out for the light skinned blacks, it wasn't there for the dark skinned black. If you ain't passed the paper bag test, you couldn't go to Howard University back in the day. So, you know, let's tell them, like I say, let's tell the law, don't tell half of it. But anyway, Renee, you got the floor. All right, thank you, Mr. Talk. Great show, great, great show. And good conversation and topics. What I will say is, personally, I do not consider Obama to be a black president. He is a biracial man. He is of mixed race. His mother was a white woman. His father was an African man, a Kenyan. And so I do not consider him black. Um, I do not believe that a black American man would have been um, able to become uh, president, um, he gets some points on his side from the society at large, the dominant society at large, because he does have a white mother. He was raised mostly by white grandparents, and also because his father was African and not quote unquote African American, and that does matter. I don't care who wants to believe it or not. Um, the other thing about it is that him being quote unquote considered quote unquote black was a tactic used against black people in the long run because what it was is it made all these black people galvanize behind the fact that he's supposed to be black and then Sister Ngoni so perfectly, you know, put it out there that people didn't look at the policies and his policies, right? They looked simply at the fact that he was black and this is a or supposedly black, of course of course not to me. But this goes into the emotionality of many black people is that we go on on emotions and not logic. Because if we dealt with logic, people wouldn't have been just looking at his skin color and his hair type texture and all that. 
they would have looked like, oh, look, okay, what is he going to do for us? And every other group thinks like that. What are you going to do for us? Except many black folks don't think like that. We think because you're black, you get a thumbs up, and we got to stop doing that. It's absolute nonsense. Um, he, were, he was brought in to usher in the um, homosexual agenda to help further it, and that's exactly what he's done. So he will go down in history as the first gay president. Of course, there's been a lot of rumors and speculation about him actually being homosexual. Um, but as uh, I think it was Time Magazine, I want to say, I, I could be wrong, um, but it was one of the major magazines that put him on the cover with a, a, a rainbow around him and all of that stuff. It said the first gay president. So, you know, that's what he was there for. He really wasn't the first black president. They they claimed Clinton was that, but we see how many black men that he put under the prison. So, again, we get duped over and over and over time and time and time and time again because we keep going for emotions and not logic and not real hard, concrete things. Um, to, to sum it up, um, I do believe many older uh, uh, black women have been you know, supporters of Obama for those reasons, not looking at his policies. Even his quote-unquote brother's keeper program is not for black young men. It's for black, I mean, excuse me, it's for young men of color. And if you look at um, the videos that were released from the White House and other things about the program, you will also see an abundance of um, Mexican and uh, um, um, Latino uh, young men and Asian young men and so on and so forth. So it's not something done for black young boys. So again, we were up on that. But other than that, the transgender thing is a slippery slope. It's going to be more and more and more and more and more that happens. And with that, I'll wrap it up. Thank you, Mr. Talk. Great show. Love ya. All right. Thank you, Renee. Love you too. Have a great weekend. All right. Next up, Sister Ngoni. All right. Thank you, Mr. Talk. Great show today. I would just like to say, regardless of whether Barack Hussein Obama had a speech at Howard University, he has never identified himself as a black president. And I would like to remind you that he stated that he didn't even recognize black Americans, much less him being a black president when he was after he was inaugurated. He made he he said he made no distinction. There was no such thing as black Americans. Okay, now if anyone likes his politics, they're saying that they like drone murders, warmongering, furthering of the neocon agenda, world domination, and upholding a bankster's robbery of the people. So that's some sick policies, as far as I'm concerned. Thank you. Have a great day. Thank you. You have a great weekend as well. <laughs> All right. Last but not least, Joe. Well, uh, like I always do, or almost always do, I'm on personal few words. Everybody have a good weekend, and shall see everyone when we uh, reconvene. Have a good weekend, Eric. All right. You too, Joe. I'm going to see you Monday. Yeah, okay. have a great weekend. All right, man, what an outstanding show. And, you know, it was some more stuff I needed to get to, but I didn't get to today. But it's okay. We can save it for Monday. Like, why the Pentagon is spending $2 billion on mysterious space weapons. You know, but we'll get to that. <laughs> you know we're going to get to that. <clears throat> well, interesting show. Um, 
you know, on the transgender, LBGT, and all that nonsense. You know, it's it's very interesting. Uh, you know, they even talk about. Now I know we all um, recognize or uh, can. We know who Bernie Ernie is from Sesame Street, okay? They even there there's even talk of the um, LBG trying to push Sesame Street to make Bernie Ernie gay. Really? You know, I grew up on Bernie, and that's the last thing I ever thought about. So, you know, this thing is really getting out of control. But let's be honest. It's part of a bigger picture. It really is. You know, um, he's there for eight years. He was supposed to be there for eight years. It was a plan, you know, just like uh, coming up. Clinton, she's riding the same coattails. If you ever listen to her, she hitting key words. And who are the main people she, 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 she pimping out? The black community. The black community. Why? Because we're not paying attention to policy. We're not paying attention to anything else. We're just paying attention to the words. And the words she used quite often, I would keep the policies that uh, President Obama had. I would continue to do the work that President Obama has done. See, you have to listen to those things. Um, you know, because um, I like his policies. Actually, Nine ten. If you ask nine out of ten Americans what a policy is, they couldn't tell you to say they like. Even with all this stuff going on about the LGBT, they still couldn't tell you. You know, and that's a sad fact. But these are the same people that would tell you who's uh, the best president is, and who's going to be running this, and who should be running that. You have no clue because you're walking around with blinders on. Another issue we have is this, this generational gap, and it seems as though it's getting larger by the day. You know, you have the older generation that's saying, well, you know, we got to keep praying. We got to keep marching. We got to keep it. Well, excuse me. You know, I'm from another generation. I'm saying enough of that. We've done that for years, and you see where we are now, right? That's all I'm saying. It's time for a change. It's time for we... It's time for us to stand up for something. You know, we've been just, okay, bending over, let everybody just ride us, and we just giving them rides and letting them go on by, what have you. When are we going to stand up for something? When are we going to say enough is enough? Hmm. Very interesting. Um, all right, but that's going to do it for me. That's all I got to say. Um, <laughs> man, I had all kind of notes in front of me, but I'm not even going to get to that. Um, check this out. We be him back Monday, two p.m. Central, three Eastern, twelve Pacific, one Mountain Time. Um, I don't know what we're gonna talk about, but you know we always come up with something good, don't we? Yes. So remember, keep smiling, show appreciation, forgive with open heart, and make sure you forgive yourself first. But the biggest and best thing, make sure you laugh at yourself. If you can laugh at yourself. Everything else is just gravy, baby. It is. All right. So I'm going to get up here and agitate some gravel. Um, I'm going to take you out here with a double shot of Michael Jackson today to get y'all weekend partiers going, all right? So until Monday, y'all have a good one, man. I'm out.